right, so, so do we have an opening? Um, hi, I'm Dan. Hi, I'm Chris. And, and, and this, this is our opening. This is our opening. <laughs> I like it. We're doing. We're going to do cold opens. That's awesome. We're just going to just jump right into the conversation. And you, my friends, are listening to Dan and Chris Save the World, Episode 2, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo? Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Anyway, I got to stop saying that, though, because the, the, the bad guys have taken that phrase over. So we don't want to glorify that anymore. Right. Anyway, how are you? I, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm surprised at how, how actually entertained people were by our first episode. I'm, I'm glad they were. I mean, it was. I'm just, excited it was, about it. Yeah, it, it was very, it was very fun just to have us sit and talk and talk about right. us and whatever comes to mind. And you know, I was thinking that you know we should maybe talk about the six dudes. Okay, that's a thing. Just um, because that's it's kind of a big part of how we get you know of our early friendship there. It it is, and and it was what. <laughs> <laughs> I might get in trouble with a couple of people because I'm going to use past tense a lot. And I'll, I'll probably talk a little bit more about that towards the end of the hour here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that was like a core of who we were for a very long time. Uh, now for those of you who were keeping score uh, and, and, and have been enjoying the fact that this podcast has basically been so far a history of Dan and Chris um, just before our senior year, our buddy, Mark Huber, decided he wanted to do t-shirts. I don't, I'm, I'm going to attribute it to Mark, but I'm not sure. I think it was, might've been, there was, I know I was not exactly a part of the t-shirt decision right off the bat. Okay. Um, but there was, there was, uh, we should do t-shirts. This is our senior year. We should do something like really kind of cool and funny. And, and, uh, and there was a handful of us that were kind of talking about, I do remember one of the early conversations being on the front porch at my mom's house and it was summertime. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this, that, and the other thing, coming up with logos and whatnot. And, and so this is how it kind of snowballed because I started coming up with logo ideas. And I'm like, you know, these guys and this guy's. And I came up with little catchy phrases and nicknames and whatnot. And then I drew up this really kind of, it almost like Mel Brooks's History of the World Part 2 or Part 1, the, the, the font that he used for the title screen mm-hmm. and it's the six dudes of doomsday. And I just thought it sounded interesting. You know, the six dudes of doomsday and, and I showed it to Huber and, and he is like, okay, I like the, the idea, but I don't like the doomsday part. That's it's just, it's not, it's not cool. That's not hitting with me right now, but we'll just chop it down to six dudes. And I'm like, all right, that's a thing. And it didn't click with me yet. Okay. But he's, so I, I came up with the original logo and Mark saw it and is like, nope, this isn't quite exactly, but let's do this. And I'm like, okay, the six dudes. All right, that's fine. And um, and because it was it was me, it was him, it was our buddy Rudy, who you'd known. You you and Rudy were really close for the first. We couple were really years close at that time. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it was you. Senior years, me and Rudy were really close too. Yeah. Right, and it was you and Brian and our our buddy Steve Tartaglia. Mm-hmm. And and so there was the six of us. Okay, cool. So there's six dudes. Okay, cool. And then we just out of just happenstance just picked numbers randomly mark and i did <laughs> so we made him the first dude because he's pretty much our, our he was always our ringleader at the time if there was something going on mark was usually calling not so much calling the shots but kind of like guiding the action or saying hey come meet me here or come do the thing so he was the ringleader mm-hmm. i picked two because number two has always been kind of one of favorite number of mine 
You know, mm-hmm. I, I joke about the fact that, you know, a, a year later when I was in college, I lived on campus. I was in the second dorm to ever be built. I was on the second floor in room 222, and I had too many classes. So <laughs> a lot of twos yeah. in your life there. Yeah, so there's a lot of twos there. Two's always been a kind of a good number for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just arbitrarily picked the rest of you guys just to throw you in line. It was okay. So Rudy yeah. three, Dan's four, Brian's five, and Steve is six. Okay, cool. Done. Mm-hmm. Then the chaos began because we all wanted to do the shirt slightly different. You know, right. like Mark got white with black lettering. I got black with white lettering. Rudy got um, white with white with it? red lettering. White with and red lettering t- and red with white lettering. Yeah. So, and so then, each, each two numbers, they, they kind of uh, opposite of each other. Right. And then we all had our nicknames kind of um, silk screen. Or was it? You no, know, it was those were patches that were ironed onto the, the, the shoulder. The nicknames were on the, yeah, on the sh- shoulder. On the left sleeve the, of this yeah. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And there are pictures of us in these damn t-shirts and it's sad and demented, but social demented and sad, but social, <laughs> but social. Yes. But, but I think it's, it's kind of, I mean, we were already a group and we were like, like you had said last, uh, last time, I can't say last week cause we do every other week. Um, you know, we were not so much the outcasts or the misfits. We were just the guys who just didn't fit into a particular group, but we bonded together. Right. We were, you know, we, there was a, you know, the table we sat at for lunch, a table, mm-hmm. sit, you know, right, right by the door we sat at for lunch in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, we weren't, we weren't, didn't have all the same interests by any means. We were all very different, but for some reason we all bonded. And this was a sort of, you know, we didn't have a, a name for anything. And this, for me, this was the sort of, a, it, it gave us an identity. You know, you right. got you know all the different. We you know, made you, got, our own. you got your jocks, you got your brains, you got your whatever. But we didn't. <laughs> who are we? <laughs> yeah. So we made our own, and I think right. that's that's kind of that was what was very different about us was the fact that you know we we didn't fall into a particular. We made our own. I, I, yes. You know, and I just can't say that enough. And you know, and I want others to remember that you know going forward, if you hear this, if you don't feel like you fit into a particular group, feel free to make your own. You know, right. chart your own path, do your thing. We did. You and don't it worked. have to fit into anything. Yeah, you don't have to fit in. This world isn't about shouldn't be about fitting in. It should be about making your mark. You know, how do you right. how do you how do you make your 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 you know your stamp on this world? How do you you know what kind of impression do you want to make? You mm-hmm. know, I I never felt like I fit into anything, and this was the first thing that I really felt like I was fitting into. This group of the six dudes here that we you know you know that we created here and i was like this is great mm-hmm. and then dude tapes came along somehow <laughs> that's the legend that's i think is that the main reason why you brought it up was to talk about dude tapes no but no but no i mean that's part of it okay. but i mean just that the it whole is. identity part of the six dudes has been you know it, it's it's meant a lot to me over the years because it again i didn't mm-hmm. really have i don't feel like i had an identity in high school i was just there you know i felt like i was under the radar a lot but that made mm-hmm. me feel like I was part of something or something that we created. It wasn't, you know, not a huge monster thing, but I was part of something, you know, and, you know, and, right. you know, right. and I'm fr- you know, friends with every, almost everybody till this day, except for, you know, poor Rudy who went his own way, you know, but. Yeah. That was the thing is, is, is we have our own like Beatles esque story where we were six all the way up to that summer after we graduated. Mm-hmm. And then Rudy's like, well, I've had enough of you guys. And and to be sure, he and I actually had a friendship beyond that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I remember when I first discovered Dungeons & Dragons when I got to college, 
um, you know, you, you, the three of us had our little you know interaction about it. We talked about it. You, you revealed yeah. to me how you were deep into it for a while, which was mm-hmm. odd that I didn't know that while we were in high school <laughs> together. Yeah, right. Because I kind of, I kind of stopped it during high school. I mean, stopped it, you know, early on because I was doing it in like, what, seventh and eighth or eighth grade or something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember doing it at the Ogden Public Library is where I started it. There was a, wow. there was the old, the old library used to be in the village. I forget what it is now, but because it's moved out mm-hmm. since, but there was this room, the second floor room. And I remember that's where I learned it up in that room in the old library using the old, you know, the red box there. <laughs> In, so in Rudy that. had fallen into some folks who play had a regular game, and mm-hmm. um, I think by the winter time of our freshman year, I he had invited me to join him, and so I think for like a year or two, I was I was semi regularly attending that particular game with him for a while, and you know, and and so he and I had that mm-hmm. connection still, but then it started. I was to, for, yeah, I was for a couple of years afterwards. Yeah. I kept in touch, some touch with him, mm-hmm. but he did fade off after a while. Well, he I remember found his own way. Yeah, I mean yep. he. And he, you know, he wanted to do his own thing and that's, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, it's just, he was one of my best friends in high school. So I kind of, you know, I felt, I felt that loss. Yeah. But, and I knew it yeah. bothered you. I knew it bothered mm-hmm. you, which is why I didn't talk to you much about the times I would see him mm-hmm. because I remember one time mentioning it and you were like, oh, oh really? And I, I it, it's always subtle, but I've known you well enough for long enough that I picked up on, on that was probably not cool of me to kind of like, cause to, to bring it up. So I just kind of, not so much kept it to myself, but I just didn't bother bringing mm-hmm. it up because I didn't want to rub yeah. that in your face at all, mm-hmm. you know, but then, you know, six became five for a little while. Uh, but we had, we had periphery folks. We had like, you know, Jason and Ed and Becky and, and butcher and all those other guys, you know, so it, mm-hmm. it was, I think we were even struggling with that towards the end of just before graduation from high school. We were like, well, we're really not just six dudes. We have all these other guys and got and people who are with us. The girls who are with us, you know, we're, and it's, I remember you and Mark even made the point of putting the six in quotes. Right. And yep. you, so had written, I, I, you had written, yeah, I had a little this, prose thing. Yeah. I have to dig that. I have to dig that up. But yeah, it was just more, you know, six is just the number is not really, it doesn't represent how many we are, who we are. It's just, the, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it was just, it just is a, it went back to how we start. I mean, just as a, again, we didn't really fit anywhere. So we made ourselves right. fit somewhere. We made right. it, we made our place that we can fit in. So that's kind of what it represented to me, this whole, the whole six thing, you know? So right. that's what, you know, that's, that's, that's why it, it meant, and still does to this day. I mean, it's been, you know, however many years and it's, you know, it's still the whole mm-hmm. concept of just, you know, we made ourselves, we made a place for us to fit in that. And that just, that was what made, what made that's really what made senior year at Aquinas so much for me. I mean, because I felt like I yeah. was part of something. You know, I, I felt more, I felt more like I belonged. You know, because I was, I always felt like an outsider. You know, and, ever. I t- and I got to tip my hat to you because this is one of your one for lack of a better, less corny way of putting it. Uh, what's one of your charms? Is you are very diplomatic, <clears throat> and you're able to see the positives in a lot of different things. Even when I've become jaded and cynical about stuff, you've been able to remind me, you know, the good. And um, and I'm hoping in my heart of hearts that you're going to allow me to do that. Because for me, this particular story does not have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't even, at this moment in time, I don't even consider myself one of the dudes anymore. And that's because Fair I've enough. had a couple of falling out. I've had a couple of falling mm-hmm. outs just in recent months mm-hmm. um, with one person in particular 
And, and I don't want to speak ill of them, but it's just, it's obvious to me that the things that we held so dear, the differences and the diversity that we had in our opinions and our outlooks and things had created a rift in the later years, you know, and it's, it's just, oh, it, it's yeah. hard to talk about even. And, I, yeah. and I've drifted away from, I've drifted away from a couple of them by virtue of the fact that we just don't talk anymore. We don't socialize anymore. It's nothing that they said or did or anything I said or did. It's just, we're in. Our circles are no longer converged. We're different places. Different places. You, you know, we, we grow and evolve and think that that's going to happen. And that's, you know, that's... Exactly. And, and, know, and I fact, feel you know, bad about it, but, you know... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, it happens and, you know, I'm kind of sad about it too, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, I know that it's happened. You know, I've we haven't talked a lot about it, but, I mean, I've, we've talked enough about it where, you know, I, I know that that rift is there. Um, mm-hmm. And I still I still talk to pretty much everybody. Yes. No, like and I, and I praise you for that because, like I said, you have that ability to do that, and and I never want to dissuade you otherwise. Mm-hmm. It went so far. You remember how I had the, the the two pictures of the six of us up on my dining room wall for the longest time? Mm-hmm. They're now in yeah. my office wall behind the door. <laughs> so <laughs> when I'm doing something and I close the door, I see my guys. I see you know I see the history mm-hmm. sitting there. You know, so I still I didn't stash them away, but my my dude T-shirt, I um. It's and it's in a box and it's in the attic. It's been put away permanently. It's it's stored. Mm-hmm. I could never throw that away. I can't fit in the goddamn thing anymore because it was <laughs> large. And I'm twice the man I used to be. But damn, you know, yeah, I, I, I look back at those pictures. I'm like, wow, I was scrawny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I but, still have um, mine. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just it's 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 a part of our history. It's a part of it's, you know, it's you know, it, it it's is. really it's, it it might not be who we are today, but it it was a part. Of it was a part of my it was for me for me in particular it was part of my growing and part of my yes you know, I said, just feel, having that belonging and that's why when I came right. to GMI you know I I I've, when I went you know met with the Sigma Sigma new guys you know, I would, had no plan in mm-hmm. go, go Greek but it was a similar type of feel to the fraternity you know so it was kind of mm-hmm. you know to me in some ways it was kind of an extension because it was you know, we weren't the jock fraternity we weren't the brain fraternity we weren't the whatever fraternity we were just a bunch of guys who, you know, we had people from all different types out. of people, you know, but, and we were all, and we we're all so very different. And, but it was a similar mm-hmm. type of thing where it was just, okay, I bonded with these people. I could hang out with these people and you know, I can, you know, and these are, you know, again, we're not misfits. We're just diff, all different. And, you know, we're just all different people. You know, and it was, and, it was interesting to see that when, when Jay and Brian and I came up to visit you for your 21st birthday, it, you know, Jason and I were talking about it, you know, and Brian mm-hmm. joined in the conversation you know, in a little bit along the way about on the drive home. Uh, you know, we were talking about how familiar the Sigma new guys felt to us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like how, you know, leave it to you to go to this remote little place and find basically the six dudes in a college form, <laughs> you know, basically, yeah, it I, was, I, it was kind of impressive for us to, to notice that. I and mean, like, you know, I, I, st- I still think about to this day that Stu and I were virtually twins, except for the, our different ethnicity, <laughs> you know, there's, there was a mm-hmm. different, there was an attitude and there was, there was a certain kind of ability to, to, to talk to people and, and kind of move through a room. And I was like, Jesus, this guy, this guy and I are cut from the same freaking cloth. It's amazing. Yeah. Stu, Stu was my, my, probably my, my, I, I, to this day, I, mean, I still see it on Facebook and stuff and he's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, he, he he's still the same he's guy. Good people. And he, he's he is such good a people. good person. And he was, you know, we, yeah. we shared, we, we, we shared a room for a while at the, at the frat house mm-hmm. and it was just, it was just, 
it, it felt natural. It felt, you know, just being in the house pretty, for, for the most part, there's always going to be, you know, you know, 20, 30 guys in the house. There's always going to be some that you don't get along with, but for the most part, it just felt, it just felt natural just to be with them. You know, it just felt like home. So, and that's what, mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of what kept me a GMI for longer too. The fact that I, I loved hanging out with these guys, you know, cause you know, right. I, 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 was, I was getting the, you know, going into my third year, I, I knew by, you know, my GMI time was probably not going to last much longer because it wasn't really, uh, it didn't, the school didn't feel right, but the frat house, but the you know, fraternity brothers mm-hmm. did, you know, the, you know, the people those did. guys. Yeah. Yeah. But. But, but anyways, the six dudes, and yeah. So I mean that. So that, let's circle that, back that, around. Dude tapes. Yeah, dude tapes. Yeah. No, and, and rightfully so. Rightfully, I mean it's the same for me to a particular degree. It's like it was like almost having that. I mean, as an only child, right? I I look mm-hmm. for the found family dynamic. You know, that's why it appeals to me so much. And you guys mm-hmm. were my found family. You know, you were my brothers for the longest time. You still are. You personally. You know. mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't imagine. Uh, my life without you, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's sincere right there. Where would um, he, where would we have gone at Aquinas without this? I mean, Oh Jesus. I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I, I walked between all the different circles, but I was never really a part of any of them, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, it was I mean, nice you, to have you, that circle where that was me. You did more walking than I did. I mean, you were, you know, on your book and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't do much of, I really didn't do much of anything at Aquinas. I did, you know, the drama club. I was doing the stage stuff and stuff. I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I felt like I was there, but I wasn't really a part of it because I was kind of doing behind the scenes and, you know, building sets and right, stuff right. like that. But I, really, I didn't really get as involved as I kind of wish I had. Um, but mm-hmm. I was there, but not, I was there, but not there. I didn't really feel there until the six dudes. So, and that's, mm-hmm. for, for me, that was just a big, a big step. You know, so it's in, yeah. So that's, it meant a lot. And then, uh, yeah, then Dude Tapes came along. And then Dude Tapes. And which was uh, <laughs> just, I can't even tell you how surreal that was. Because uh, like most of the other, most of the things in our lives, it started by accident. Mm-hmm. I started, because Mark Huber and I were working on a short story because we were all writers in our own little way. We always wrote little short stories or books or, you know, books, quote unquote books together and whatnot. And usually it was like placing ourselves in these, you know, science fiction situations and, and, you know, we're the heroes. Okay, cool. We're always the hero of our own story. Um, Of course. But Mark and I were working on this really kind of oddball. um, I think I had just finally read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for the first time. Mm. and was blown away by the humor and, and the, the imagination of it. And Mark and I were working on, on Hubie's Big Adventure. Yeah, Pee-wee's Big Adventure yeah. and whatnot. And it was starting to snowball into other ideas. And I was trying to write notes down on a piece of paper and hand it to him. But stupid things would happen in high school because we didn't have the blessings of text, text messaging and SMS and email and things like that because it didn't exist. Nope. Um, you know, paper would get lost or whatnot. And for whatever reason, I had a blank cassette and I had an old cassette recorder with a condenser mic and everything. And I popped it in and I hit record and I just started talking to Mark. It was basically an audio letter. Mm-hmm. I got all, I got, you know how, when I, how I am when I get riled up about an idea, <laughs> right? So I, I hear the, the, the tape recorder click. And I'm like, oh, I'm done. Okay, cool. So I handed it off to Mark. I said, listen to it when you get a chance. Just have it on the background or whatever. There's some stupid shit in here. Just deal with it. And he laughed. He's like, all right, cool. A couple of days later, 
he's he handed me back. He goes, "Listen, you got a B side now." I okay. So I listened, and it was him playing off of what I had said. And those were the first four. We didn't know what we were doing yet, but we started entertaining each other. You know, we were we were making each other laugh. We were putting inside jokes together just to make the other person laugh and see how outlandish it could get. And I can't remember how it devolved from there. Um, I, I see, use the word devolved instead of evolved for a very obvious reason. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> but then he decided to take it and run with it. He made the first actual like production dude tape where mm. it was almost like a late night talk show kind of a thing. He had the opening theme. He had bits. He had sound effects. Um, he put music in, stuff like that. Uh, and then I think I was done pretty much at that point. I like I popped in in the background in a couple from there on in, but I I, I no longer made another one until like twenty. Um, but dude tapes one, two, three, and four got retro named those because it was a suddenly this is dude tape. Um, I can't remember what the hell he even called it, but this is where they got the name the dude tape and because we were the six dudes, so we make dude tapes. Okay, cool. Uh, and then just when we thought it couldn't get any stranger. Is when the two of you came oh, up with dude tape fourteen, and you you fourteen because Hubie was the dude was the first dude. You were the fourth, so one four. Yep. That's how dude tape got its name fourteen. 14. Yep. And I just remember listening to that and crying. I was laughing so hard because the two of you were just so damn weird, and it was perfectly wonderful. And 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 so we we marveled over that for a long time. And ironically, because you said, you know, right, you know, pieces of paper got lost. We wrote, you know, we wrote the due tape on pieces of paper, notes uh-huh. back and forth in class. That's <laughs> hilarious. Know, so, so, I mean, we, ha- and I have, uh, from part two, I don't Do you still have the, some of those notes still? I, ha- I still have those notes. That's amazing. Um, again, that stuff meant a lot to me, but yeah, I, I, I have all the notes from, you know, four, you know from 14, actually from 14 part two. Well, I don't from yeah, I was going to say, because there's, there's a sequel to that sucker. 14 Part 2 is more memorable to me. I, I remember more of Part 2 than I do of Part 1, to be honest. Well, we spent a lot of time on Part 2. Um, yes. It was a lot of, we spent, we, because okay, so Part 2 was after, was after Aquinas. Mm-hmm. Um, and we spent, Mark was working at Radio Shack. I was going, that's, I was going to school at Rockport at the time. So that was back in, like, 97. Mm-hmm. So that was way after mm-hmm. Aquinas. Um, but we would meet oh, yeah. at the Perkins out in Brockport after, you know, I'd, I'd go, because I'd have, you know, I'd have the night class. So class ended at nine, Radio Shack closed at nine. He was out, out, out in Brockport at Radio Shack. I was going to school at Brockport. So I'd meet him at Radio Shack after class. And then we'd go at the Perkins and we, you know, either write it, be writing it at Radio Shack or at Perkins or, or a combination of both. And that's how that got done because mm-hmm. that was that was before um, before oh, two thousand. Oh, do tape eleven because he did it with himself. That was it. Oh, that was God. what it was. Do tape eleven is where it started kind of going snowballing because he 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 recorded and he was having conversations with himself. <laughs> and because you did a do tape forty four at one point where it was just you yeah. doing your thing. Yep. And you would you didn't number it four because we already had a four. Yes. So okay, <laughs> sorry for that interruption, but that's it. Just no, dawned on okay, me. Like, yeah. Holy crap. And yet, yeah, people, these still exist, everyone. We still have all these. These still exist. <laughs> you have them in digital format somewhere, don't you? I, I mean, do the have first them in four format. are awful, don't they? They just sound terrible because there was it was old cassette that was being digitally. I mean, do, can you still understand what's being said? Yes, I, I have to do that. I do have to listen to them again. I haven't listened to them in a while. Mm-hmm. I think but, yeah. I know what would be funny is we should probably do a, a monkey business podcast where we do a retrospective of the dude tapes and kind of like start finding bits and pieces and we'll just have an hour of, of some of the, 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 the best of, of the dude tapes. Command the Enterprise. 
Oh my god. <laughs> you know, listening to Steve try to do his Uhura voice was just neat. That was just I that was a laugh moment. That was an absolute laugh moment. Hi, sir. Hi, sir. <laughs> was there any just problems with the eye, transport? Sir. Just my eyes, sir. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Um yeah, this that the two fourteen part two is probably the 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 culmination because Mark and I, we, we wrote, we, we spent a lot of time writing it. We did, it was two mm-hmm. sides of an audio tape. So it was what, an hour long or if it was mm-hmm. 90 minutes long. Yeah. Is it 90 minutes? I, don't yeah, know, I think like it was that. 90 minutes long. Cause it was, and you know, mm-hmm. we had recorded it on, we recorded it on videotape because it was, you know, you can supposedly get a better quality at that time you know, before, you know, computers were, yeah. Had the much memory as they do now and everything. It, and I kind of wish we had tried to record right. it on the computer, but um, we recorded on videotape. And that was our, our, our Mark was in the left channel as I was in the right channel. So it was a stereo, you know, mm-hmm. you being the left and the man on the right coming into your living room and stereo, stereo sound stereo. effects. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you had to listen to it with a stereo headphone because <laughs> Mark was in the left here, I was in the right here. But, you know, we recorded it, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, we had our, our studio in Mark's old house in his basement and we, in his, uh, and yeah, we, yeah, we, we spent a long time recording that thing. And uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. part three never came along, but we had planned on it. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, uh, again. Yeah, well, that was, that was the thing is, is when you guys did 14 too, that's when it, the ideas from everybody erupted, but the follow through, because we were so busy with everything else, we were always so busy with school or work or whatever the case may be. Life. I mean, Hubie got married at 21 for crying out loud and went right off into yeah. the workforce. And well, kid, you know, kids, so... kids came along after that. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a big thing. Kids came along. I mean, we have, yeah. um, we have Caleb when he was a baby on, you know, 14 part two. Uh-huh. You know, so, so that was, that was, you know, that was our, uh, the first, you know, and, you know, he's just baby talk because he's just a, a baby. And, mm-hmm. um, but, that, but then after that, you know, 99 was when all the, you know, a lot of the kids came along. So, you know, Mark, had the, you mm-hmm. know, Mark that, that, there was a, you know, the 99 was the big baby year. So that's, that yeah. kind of, all that, all that together, you know, Mark changed jobs and, and stuff like that. And yeah, there was, there was a, yeah, life. Well, you life, and I at one point were trying to put together. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No, no. So life just came into play. You yeah, never tried to put together. together and it. We were did, we were doing we were doing pre- the, that one thing messed us up. I think that the one thing lost our yeah team. that one ca- that one cameo. Mr. We 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 yep. planned. And- we we went into Aquinas. Our, the dean, the students, Mr. McGuire at the time. Um, he you know he's nicest guy, but you know, especially when you weren't a student anymore, nicest guy. But you know, and we went in and we got him to record a mm-hmm. cameo and. I was recording it on a mini disc player because, again, at the time, it was a good thing. And when we got home, it hadn't recorded. And so we did this whole big thing. We went in, you know, he was all, he was all great. He did it for us. He, and we got home. It didn't record. And this, all the steam just left me. I don't know about you, but all, all the steam just the left The air me left the lungs. We, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, was a gut so punch. Upset we, just, about that. we just lost our momentum at that point. Because yeah. it was, it was a. I you don't know, know what the story uh, was about, but it was a. Oh, it was a, it was a stupid time travel story where we turned the the yeah. trunk of your rabbit into a t- uh, like the interior of a TARDIS, you know. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, and then it was just us going through time trying to figure something out, and and um, just yeah. being, you know, it was it was like Bill and Ted met Doctor Who met the two of us. It was just <laughs> you know, odd. It was odd. Yeah. It was fun, but it was odd, and. Um, 
But, you know, 42 is still an option. Actually, you know what? I probably, at this point, you and I could probably say monkey business is our due tape 42. Yeah. You know? Well, this, this, just, this, this, well this this is really our due, our due tape. Dan I mean, and Chris save really, the world? This yeah, is going to I mean, be due is, tape 42? Well, I mean, it's, you said Dan and Chris, so 42, it kind of works out that way. So I guess it, it does kind of, really, actually, when you think about it. It does. See, this is yeah. why I keep you around. You're so much smarter yeah. than <laughs> <laughs> we, see, we see things in different ways that's the thing yeah I, that's we really do we always have and we've we talked really about have. it we compliment each other a lot because you know you look very nice in that hat chris i mean you do you're, you're... i mean now that we got the video i can see that handsome face of yours <laughs> but um yeah i mean so it's yeah i mean it's just so, we have a weird combination a combination that works weirdly well yeah you know and but you know but we've and I guess, you know, where, where I kind of went from, you know, the whole six dudes is we, you know, we create our place and that's what, and it's kind of what FC3 is. We're creating our place in this community here. Right. You know, yeah. we, it's something we've always done. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. okay. We're, we, we don't have a niche to, to, to go to, then we're going to just go ahead and build our own and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is Make kind of the place. combination of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what, fan fiction is across the the internet is kind of people building their own place or seeing their own seeing themselves in in the things they like i mean not all fan seeing the thing yeah a lot of it is because a lot of fan fiction is is taking existing stuff and you adding to it yeah versus creating something that's fresh i know if it's if it's fresh it's not fan so fanfic is fiction is uh putting yourself or putting your your spin on existing fiction so valid because otherwise, it's not you're not a fan. Unless you're a fan of yourself, and you're putting yourself in your own fiction, I guess. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that much of a fan of myself. No, but, I don't but, think so. Uh, no, but I mean, it, it kind of it's this kind of so, it, yeah. I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. But um, <laughs> <laughs> do we ever? You know, it, now jumping forward, I mean, you know, you do tapes. So we have a history. We have a history of of doing this kind of thing. Long history you know, right. from, you know, there's been big gaps, but we've always been, you know, the, like you said before, you said the right, writing aspect has always been part of it, right? Having, you know, writing stuff and being, being creative, the creative aspect of mm-hmm. it. You know, writing is just an aspect mm-hmm. of being creative. That's how, you know, we, you know, and, you know, playing D&D is an aspect of being creative because you have to, you know, to really have fun and get into it, you kind of have to be creative with your imagination go. Right. right, you know. So this is, I mean, absolutely. And, and now, I agree and, with you wholeheartedly. And look at where our, our our chosen genre is. You know, comic cons. You know, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did we and get I've, here? <laughs> you know, how did we it, get here? <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is, is I kind of ask the question: Is why didn't I get here sooner? Right. You know, I, I, I wish I do wonder that from time to time. I, I wish I, I again this these were something that I, I, I hadn't gone to any when I was younger. I, I know you had gone to like Doctor mm-hmm. Who conventions and stuff when but I hadn't gone Sometimes. to any when I was younger. But I so I, I haven't I had no mm-hmm. real experience in it. So experiencing one for the first time is like, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I start this sooner? You know, why yeah, why did know. I wait so long for this? this well, we had really, a different atmosphere to play with. Yeah, you know this, is, and I, and yeah, it's. I'm a little sad I didn't start this sooner, but I'm glad that I got into it at all. 
you know, cause I do love that's there. I, I do love what I love. I love the community. I love what's, I love the creativity. I love just all those. I, I love everything about it. I mean, that's why. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had got it sooner. It's the energy. Again, it's the creativity. Yeah. It's the, and that's why I, I love, I mm-hmm. love cosplayers because the creativity, you know, I mean, yes, I mean, a lot of them are good at, there, there's a, there's, I, I think I see them as two parts. There's one is duplicating, you know, existing characters. And two, there's the ones that kind mm-hmm. of evolve characters and make them their own. And I, I mm-hmm. love the creativity mm-hmm. to be able to make it, you know, to, to, you know, reproduce a character, you know, you see like the Iron Man and stuff like that. And then, but the, the people who can oh, take God. the concept and then make it their own, make, you know, make their, evolve their costume and do something different, but you still recognizable for what it was and make it theirs. You know, the creativity behind that is just, oh, it's amazing. That's why, you know, I I love that part of it. I love, you know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, I try not to get in the way because it's, you don't express yourself that expressively for lack of a better way of saying it on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Um, Usually that Mm -hmm. to that level. And so I love to hear it when you really want to get into a moment, and and so I'm definitely, I definitely I don't want to tromp on that. I'm going to sit back and yeah, just that's okay. Yeah, it's, it's just thing. yeah. I mean, it's just that's why. That's why I mean I, I loved the the stuff that we did. I loved that I loved that we got into the do tapes. You know, I loved being part of those. I loved, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our our silly little stories that we wrote back then, especially in high school. You know, so you oh, know, God, day yeah. in the life. My, my I remember my day in the life of a dude, and I gave it to Father Kelly to read. You know, it's just the reaction. You know, Father Kelly was our, you know, my uh, this hard ass, you know, our my Latin Latin te- Latin slash English teacher. Yeah, and the I drama gave him director. The, the drama drama director. He was the mm-hmm. he was the one where he would, if things were going bad, he would do a whole cigarette in one puff. You know, they, <laughs> I saw that. Did you ever see that? Did you ever I see did that happen? Yes. Yeah, I saw it once Mr. too, and it scared Mr. the well, ever loving hell out of me. Yeah, and he had the full ashtray because you know back back then he still got away with smoking in the school, especially in the, right. the theater there during rehearsals. And yeah, things weren't going it well. It was a metal conditions dress rehearsal of of, of South Pacific, mm. and um, something had happened, and one of the set pieces fell over, and there was a whole bunch of chaos. All it, it bursted all at the one moment, and he yelled, "Cut!" and said, "Everybody to the front of the stage!" And we knew we were in trouble. And he lit the cigarette, and he took the whole damn thing in one drag. And I just remember looking at a couple of people and, and fearing for my life at that moment in time. <laughs> I was scared. Uh, yeah, our our Latin classes were about as bad. He'd have, he'd have to leave our Latin classes frequently because things were going that bad. He had to go get a puff. Uh huh. Like, he'd just like walk out of the class because we it wasn't the best class in the world. I I, I Latin was yeah. Anyways, but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but but well, I you gave, know why Latin died out as a language, right? Why? Did you, ever, did, you ever, did you have the actual anthropological reason for the reason that Latin died out? Because demons are being summoned during normal conversations. <laughs> they tired of it, so they just stop speaking Latin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, shut up. <laughs> it's, it's, see, everybody who knows Dan knows that when he when he pauses, he goes, yeah, okay. It's basically Dan's way of saying, can you just shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> 
but but I gave this teacher uh, my my story a life day in the life of a dude, you know, because we had just right. had a day in the life of Ivan whatever, Ivan Denesinovich. Yes, I remember that, that book. And so I, I wrote a day in the life of a dude. I gave it to him. I, he read it. I, I assume he read it. He gave it back to me, looked at me, and walked away. <laughs> He just gave me this look. I'm like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh my gosh. Do you still have that? I do still have it. Yeah. May I I read it sometime, please? Sure. I I think there's a box. I think there is a box somewhere in my attic that has some of my 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 high school and early college writings, and um, Hmm. I want to find that box just so I could basically put it on a bonfire and be done with it. But uh, but there's also that morbid curiosity. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Grammatic. I think Hubie said it best. It was a grammatical inferno. <laughs> I still have all I still have all of mine. I know where they I know where they are. I have them all. I think mm-hmm. a lot of them are did a lot of them are digital, not all of them. I think most of them are digital though. But I still have the hard copies, I believe. Um but again, it was just it was a period of time there that Yeah. It just I mean that's what happened during that time. So um Yeah. yeah. But it was again creativity what charming creativity mm-hmm. it was. Um. <laughs> people like to, people our age will often talk about, Jesus, where'd all the time go? Suddenly, boom, I'm, I'm so old now. What happened? You know, I, I was a kid once and the snap of a finger I'm, I, and it, it's all over. What happened? And, and it's easy to fall in. I, this is something I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks. And I don't know what spurred me to go this way, but there you have it. Um, I've been actively trying to remember events in my life and looking back at them mm-hmm. uh, and not just with the need to recall a memory, but bringing a memory forth and remembering what brought me to that point, what happened during that point. Why is it still important to me that it's actually still a memory? <clears throat> and along the way, I've been able to kind of be like, no, no, my 50 years haven't gone in a blink of an eye. They haven't been a snap of a finger there has been a day-to-day progression. I have been around for a while. I have seen a lot of things and it's helping me look back. I, I, I take the time to just sit and try to remember events mm-hmm. and, and then kind of savor that moment instead of wallow that it's gone instead of, instead of mourning the fact that it's so far in the, in the, in the back door, you know, in the backyard there in the past that it's no, it's something happened. It's, it's a step along the way to who I am right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Along the way, I've had to deal with some memories that were not pleasant. Right, yeah. not everything's going to be pleasant. But, no, but, not they, but, they, are, but they are part of what they're all part of you. Exactly, and I try to, you know, and I'll armchair quarterback the moment. You know, I'll be like, "Well, geez, what if I did this? What if I did that? What if I did this?" And you know, okay, yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. can you do anything about that? No, no, you know. But forward, forward, how we go, you know, and yeah. but it's it's helped me. It's helped me kind of stave off that feeling that time has flown by and that time is going by faster and time is doing this and that. And the other thing, the next thing I know I'm going to be ancient and near death. And it's, I I've, I'm trying to kind of put perspective back into things and it's helped. Mm-hmm. It's helped a bit. I don't know if it's. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to over, it's easy to, to kind of forget things and let, and that's why time seems like it went by so fast. Yes. You know, you know one not, minute I was playing with Legos out in the yard with the gang when I was ten, but next thing you know, I'm paying a mortgage at fifty. But right. if you forget 
your orient your first day of freshman year of, of high school, if you forget um, that time sophomore year where you walked into the auditorium for the first time with the intent of auditioning for one of the plays, <laughs> if you forget how you felt when you walked into the junior prom, the senior ball, when you walked the stage at graduation, if you forget the excitement you felt for going to college for the first time, you know, your first heartbreak, your first love, your first, you know, failure, your first success. If you forget all of those moments in between, then yeah, time is a blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. It disappears very fast. But if you take, if you take the moment to kind of just stop and go, okay, I've done some stuff. I've learned a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's going to be easier for future generations because of the internet and because of smartphones and having pictures and selfies. And, you know, you're going to be able to look back at those moments and remember how you felt when you mm -hmm. took that picture, I don't have that as much. I mean, which right. is weird coming from a person who was a photographer for such a long time, you know, but I didn't get myself in front of the camera that, that often. But I mean, I actually, I, mean, I, for a while I kept a, I kept a journal. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I you know, a diary journal, whatever you want to call it. I, I did that for a long time because I had so many feelings I didn't know how to deal with and writing them down helped a lot. And I, I read, I went through that a year or so ago again. And it's like, Oh wow. I forgot so much of this stuff there. And, it was very, yeah. it was very interesting to go back and, you know, there was, there was a time where I was like doing it almost daily and then it was more sporadic and then I eventually stopped altogether, but I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. And I wish I had done it more because I don't re didn't realize how much I had forgotten and how much, oh yeah, that was an important thing. That's, I'm glad, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, like you, like you said, if I had done that differently, what would have happened? But, you know, obviously you can't do that. So, mm -hmm. but it's just interesting to see, okay, this is the choice I made. This is what came of it, you know, so if I'm ever, you know, but again, it's you know, learn from your mistakes type of thing, but, but this is what made me, I, I did yeah. go through a lot of this stuff. You know, I, this, there was a, a lot, a long period of time where I went through a lot of things and, oh yes, yeah, so let me think about other times I didn't write down. Oh yeah, I did do, you know, during that time I did do this or I did do that, or I was, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on and yeah, I mean, it was, it, it is, it's, you shouldn't, dwell on the past but it's good to remember it and just and remember what you've gone through to get to where you are you know it, yeah. it's just it, yeah. I guess, and don't be afraid of the pain don't don't we you know we, we're so afraid of i mean i i'm guilty of this i'm guilty of this because when it comes right down to it there's a lot of there's a lot of cowardice in my life. <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what I'd be like if I, if I actually walked the talk, you know, there, there are times where people, have, I, a lot of people have a very interesting, you know, impression of me, which is great because there are days where I can put the foot down and bring the, bring the thunder. Great. Okay, fine. But I second guess myself a lot. And mm -hmm. I think the more we're comfortable with, with the pain and it's harder, it's hard. It, you know, nobody wants to hurt, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, even even people who are like, oh, I bring it on, bring it on, I can handle it. There's always going to be something in the back of your mind that's like, eh, I really don't, just don't want to deal with that. Um, no, you know. And I'm not saying you have to you have to savor and you know soak in it or anything like that, but just acknowledge it. Be be mm -hmm. honest with it. Be open with it. Say, hey, okay, that hurt, you know, or this is going to hurt. Saying the right thing and making the right decision is going to be painful. Okay. But maybe um, it's only painful now, but long, right. I, I know from experience that long-term, this is the best thing. Right. I mean, I'm separated. I'm not in mm -hmm. a marriage anymore. And 
that decision was not easy. I mean, for those of you from the outside who were looking in at, at the two of us together, it was a very volatile and very <laughs> unfortunate relationship. It had a lot of great things come out of it. You know, uh, my, my kids are wonderful and Erica mm -hmm. and I are very proud of them. You know, they've come a long way and they're very interesting and, and dynamic people. And I love the both of them. But there are days where I'm like, Jesus, what if I never got into this relationship with Erica in the first place? What you if know? I never left you alone? Oh, yeah, no, seriously, this is entirely your fault. You left me alone <laughs> for a weekend and I went out with Erica for the first time. And that was it. You know, you went on, make, you went on some sort of work vacation or work trip or something, something like that. I don't remember what. Yeah, you left, left me unsupervised. You're a grown ass adult. Yeah, but you left me unsupervised. <laughs> and the rest is history. So this is all your fault. We joke about this, but yes, yes we do. Like, we do. We, this is this is not the first time he and I have had that exchange, and and we still laugh about it too. Um, but you but got no. some great kids out of it, though. I mean, yeah, they're amazing. I mean, they're amazing. I mean, there's good and bad to everything, right? And it hurt. I, you know, mm -hmm. it 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 was a, an interesting conflux of emotions when when I moved out of that house into the one I'm in now, mm -hmm. and made that break that my this part of my life is now over and i am now going into this part of my life and the next part and it was not a smooth transition it was very difficult and you were one of the people who helped me get through it so i appreciate that mm -hmm. by the way. Yeah. but yeah i mean it's just it's I don't, how did we get here in this conversation we were talking about just this, this is, is the I, 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 the, I have to close the door you talk for a minute <laughs> you have to close the door okay um i'm just it's this is amazing this is how our brains work Really, this is this is what you're going to see during the course of this uh, the okay. series of podcasts. Is you're going to you're going to basically Dan and Chris are going to be talking about one thing and then end up talking about two or three other things along the way. Those topics may or may not be related. It's entirely up to chance at <laughs> this stage. This, this is this is all kind of related. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, it it, it goes into. I mean, looking at the past, the six the six dudes were were a, a part, you know, a part of my past that is part of what we, you know, looking back, it, it's all related. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. we started on one place and it's, it's related. It's just, it's, it, it, the conversation evolved. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what a normal conversation does, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You know, especially yes. when you're among your, your, your closest friends, you know, you're talking about one thing. Oh, I want to talk about the, Oh, and that reminds me, I want to talk about this. Oh, completely yes. unrelated, but this thought's on my mind. Let's talk about this. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's, that's how you and I operate really. Yeah, and, and this and this time we're talking about kind of a, how we became who we are. I think a lot of this, especially the last episode today, we're doing mm -hmm. how we met, how we became who we are, what things that make us who make us us. Yes, you know, and and we'll talk about we can you know in future ones talk more about you know some of the the crazy stuff we did to get you know the outside you know Renaissance fair trips or you know our our Florida mm -hmm. trip or this or this or you know just things that you know just our crazy stuff that we've. We the time gone. you took me skiing, which I will never forgive you for. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but now that you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> the time that Dan took me skiing, that's a whole podcast because there's not enough swear words for it. <laughs> See, I took him skiing without really thinking that he's never been on skis. So maybe we should start, you know, it's something easy. Let's just go to the top of the hill. <laughs> well, no, I was like, so you're going to take me to the bunny hill now, right? No, no, no. We'll take you to the easiest hill and we'll teach you on the way down. This will be fine. And I knew that this was a bad... It's uh -huh. like almost Morgan Freeman moment. At that moment, he knew he fucked up. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we should have spent more time at the bottom of the hill before taking you to the very top of the hill. It was rated as an easy slope, but it was the For you. slope. <laughs> but For no, it was, you. A, it was a green circle there. It was just happened to be the longest slope on the thing, and you had never skied before. It was not a very good decision on my part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you can, you've you've grown to be able to admit that in public. I'm just saying that right now. I admitted it from the beginning. I, I it was this was not a very good decision. It took us forever to yeah, get down. Like the for, instance, for instance, when I when I got off of the um, the ski lift and immediately ran over a, a ski patrol <laughs> and fell over. I mean, I and got it, off the lift and fell over. Took a guy out at that very moment. It was immediate cause and effect. Get off the ski lift. <laughs> Lose balance, uh, grab ski patrol, both go down. That was the auspicious beginning of my career as a downhill skier. And amazingly enough, we're still friends today. <laughs> <laughs> Our friendship is... <laughs> Our friendship, well, to be fair, I've gotten my revenge over the years. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you threaten my life, I raise your blood pressure. It's It's basically equal. Oh yeah, that was not a pretty sight, but um, yeah. Oh god! <laughs> Luckily, I was able to laugh at the bottom of the hill. It's me, you, so. Rudy, and Karen. Did Karen. Karen go with us? Karen, yep. Okay. Yeah, it was you, yep. me, Rudy, and Karen. Yeah. 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 She fared a lot better than I did. It was her first time too, but I think it's because she was smaller and lighter, so now, she didn't hit she, as hard. Didn't as she, didn't she, now she had skied before, I think. I think once, I she had skied before. I, I thought she I was, was on the first time on skis because I think you were you were the the total newbie there. Yeah, <clears throat> I think with with two with two newbies you would have uh, I don't know if you would have survived, but I think I think she had <laughs> skied before. But um, uh, yeah, for those yeah. of you who are keeping score on the on the life and times of Dan and Chris, I have forgiven him, but I choose to remind him every so often for my own amusement. <laughs> Well, that's part of the fun, right? It's part it of is. the fun of being best friends and knowing knowing someone for most of your life there. Jeez. <laughs> you know, we we have a long time ago we passed that that border of, of having known each other longer than we've gone without each other. That's a, yeah, a long it, time ago. Yeah. I mean we're twenty eight. Twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty nine, something like that. Something is when we passed yeah. that marker. Mm-hmm. You know. But everybody has that those one or two guys, girls, whatever, that um you know, you've been with and can't think of your life without, and then mm-hmm. that's that's you, my boy. That's it. That'd be weird. Yeah, seriously. We've had our moments. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll talk about someday when we uh, we moved in together. That was it's actually it was a good time, but it was also start of the. That's when I left you alone. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> there were reasons. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, so much. We, we do stress each other up, but you know we're family, so we deal with it. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> been it's been overly positive, though. I mean, come on, it's been the 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 the, the non-stress time is less a lot less than the stress time. Oh God, yeah, way, absolutely. The non-stress time is not more than the stress of that backwards. There's, there, <laughs> there, there haven't been a lot of high stress times like no that you know we're not going to be revolved around the convention yeah they've revolved around the convention mainly 
that's that's when you and I usually have fought, and that's only been in the past what four, five, six years at this point. Six. And, there was, and there's only been a couple times that we really we really came to the head to head on that. There's only been a couple mm-hmm. times when that's really been just that bad. Where I was just been so. Actually, I just remember one time when I was so pissed off, but. <sighs> Time, time mm-hmm. heals. You know, it's it, you know that you know one uh, one well, thing was not going to ruin everything. It was just more of exactly. Well, that's the thing is is we also we have that long history of of there's always that little voice in the back of the head that screams and 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 holds you in check so that yes we we acknowledge that we've been angry with each other. Mm-hmm. We acknowledge that we can be angry and that we have a valid reason to be angry, but we also know that the other person is too important to let that anger run the whole conversation. We mm-hmm. can have our we can have our opinions. We can we can defend or attack mistakes made or whatever the case may be, but the overall feeling is not. I don't want you to have revenge on you. I don't want to punish you. I want to let you know that I'm pissed and how are we going to work through this? Because there's always this overwhelming feeling in the back of my head. You are too important to me to lose, so I'm going to work this shit out with you. You know, right. and how do we move past this? Is that that was always exactly. the, always a thing? How are we going to move we've always past managed. this? And yes. we've always been able to because the, the the greater story has always been more important than that immediate moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and then we just keep it in mind so we don't make the same mistakes twice. Right. And then there's me who goes making mistakes four or five, six times because I'm so good at it. I want to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Know? Why stop if you're that good? <laughs> Why stop if you're a professional at making mistakes? Okay. So, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> so welcome to our life, everybody. This is this is That's our it. life. This is this, this is, is this is the uh, you're, you're getting you're getting you know, uh, a, a glimpse into Dan and Chris. Yeah, who and, these two guys are. And somehow, after all this, we're going to save the world. Maybe this is how we do it, just by talking about how the how we go through crap. And people, you know, if, if you pick something up, great. Or if you learn what not to do by listening to us, then so be it. He makes you better. <laughs> makes you, I don't want to be like these two nimrods. We have a lot of what not to do. Yes. Oh yeah. Don't plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't plan big events and, and count on many many people to do to participate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they build yeah. it, they will come. Yeah. So. Oh, yes. I know. So. So what's next? I think that's probably good for today, right? That sounds good. I mean, we're climbing up on the hour marker. Where I see fifty-three something or other at the moment. Yeah, I think that. But I, I think that it's. We don't I need to get another conversation yet. No, I mean, I wanted to kind of do because you know, you you always say you know, welcome dude, you know, welcome back dude, and do that and stuff like that, and that that I kind of wanted to get into where the dude part came into you know why that's. Well, that's a thing. Why is it? Why? Why, did, why is it? That, that's the thing, you know. Because the dudes you know, are, you know, Dan. It's a very judicious thought. It is judicious. Judicious. <laughs> that's why if you ever hear, ever hear us yell when the number six is said, it's kind of that's where that comes into play. Also, that's a Brian thing. Brian did started that. I remember during his graduation party, somebody we were talking about six something, and he was so annoyed. Because at that time he was like, "Oh God, does everything have to be six dudes, six dudes, six dudes?" So somebody would say six, and he'd get freaking cranky. Ah! So that's where that actually evolved from. You're six. Ah! <laughs> In case you've ever wondered, because Dan and I have done oh. that during Monkey Business podcasts with no explanation whatsoever. Sometimes it just comes out. Yes, it does. And maybe maybe we'll release some of the dude tapes if we uh, we talk to the right people and we. Uh, get permission you know or just, uh, it's just that you can you can hear some of what 
what happened there and what there was, you know, maybe we'll into yeah. put, you know, little snippets of new tapes of in, in maybe this recording or something, or, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of uh, let you hear some of this stuff. So, yeah. Or future but, recordings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll let you be, so, if you thought you were scared now, <laughs> wait till you hear uh, Just wait. <laughs> so friends out there, I mean, it was great. There was, there's, there's been a couple of you who've listened to our podcast series so far. So if you have questions mm-hmm. for us, if there's, if there's things that you want us to talk about, life events that we've gone through, um, or just, hey, Chris and Dan, have you guys done this? Hey, Dan and Chris, have you guys experienced this? Ask us, and we'll talk about yeah. it. You know, we'd be happy would, to make would you it. Like a, would you like a live one? Would you like us to go on StreamYard and do it on you know Facebook Live? Would you like us to do a Facebook Live of our podcast here? Oh, that'd be great. You know, we, so, you know, would you guys like to participate? And you can ask us questions as we go. You can, or whatever, or just comment uh-huh. or... Or, uh-huh. you know, tell us what to talk about, you know. So, yeah, we, I think that'd be fun, too. It kind of, you know. Yeah. You know, with all questions within reason. Dan and I will, if you ask us a question, Dan and I will talk about it. And if we think mm-hmm. we got um, some material for you, we'll definitely, uh, we'll offer that up. So that sounds yeah. like fun. So, okay. So cool. So, so good. And so yeah. thank you yet again for listening to us as, as you always do. And we appreciate you. Uh, you know, we have a. Uh, Have a great week. Have a safe week. We'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks on Dan and Chris Save the World. Do take 42. (laughs) There you go. Do take 42. There it is.